If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. It is Groundhog Day. Uh, Punk to Tony Phil, one of the great movies ever been made, uh, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Is Bill Murray's best movie, you think? No, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters 1 is Bill Murray's best movie. In terms of just watching over and over again, and obviously it's the conceit of the movie, Groundhog Day is really good. I was laughing this morning, and our staff looked it up. Bill de Blasio was an awful mayor, but there are lots of different groundhogs all over the country, actually. I, I, evidently, I didn't know this, Georgia has their own groundhog, and he lives in like This is funny and ridiculous. He lives in like a plantation-style house, and his name is Beauregard Lee, named after, obviously, two different Confederate generals, which is <laughs> really funny. And like, it, evidently, it was trending on Twitter today as people became aware that Georgia has their own uh, groundhog named Beauregard Lee. And Beauregard Lee said that they're not going to have much longer of a winter, which is a good one for the Southerners out there that are dealing with ice, including the the Nashville area where I live. we got ice everywhere. Uh, But Mayor Bill de Blasio in 2014, he was trying to hold up the groundhog, and he accidentally dropped it, and the groundhog died. Wait, he actually killed it? I thought he just heard it. He killed it? He's a groundhog murderer? Add that to his list. The groundhog died a few days later after the... (laughs) After the fall, I, I don't know if they had to put him in like ICU or, or or what it was, but this is this is funny. Stat so Staten Island, we appreciate everybody listening out there on Staten Island. Uh, Can I just tell you, Clay, in, in the New York area, the Staten Staten Island represents Clay and Buck strong. We got a I lot of our people of, in Staten Island. A ton of you listening out in Staten Island right now. They had to change the policy 
to no longer allow anyone else to pick up the groundhog after de, de Blasio killed the groundhog. It's, it's the that de Blasio like rule. Some... It's like it's like don't pick up my groundhog or, or try to touch my dog because you know no animals like you. So Staten Island Chuck, uh, it was actually Charlotte was the one that he dropped, and so they redid it. Um, and now the mayor is not allowed to lift the groundhog anymore. Uh, but so it's Groundhog Day, depending on the part of the country that you live in. You either got six weeks more of winter or it's going to be over sooner. Um, you could gamble on this, uh, evidently out there too. So different groundhogs giving us different forecasts going forward. Um, but as I was, as I was thinking about how crazy it is that de Blasio killed the groundhog, I also was thinking about how crazy it is. Did you know, Buck, that Stephen Colbert's audience still is wearing masks. And he did a joke the other day saying, hey, Biden says COVID's going to be over May 11th, and then he cut to his crowd. And if you haven't seen this video, I tweeted it out at Clay Travis. We'll put it up on Clay and Buck as well. Entire crowd of woke white people all wearing masks in Stephen Colbert's show. And I believe The View, which is the dumbest show on television, they still require their studio audiences to be wearing masks, too. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up was they had a brand new massive study on whether masks work, and it involved 600,000 different people. Do you have the details it's, of all this? Yeah, all well, this it's, it's really a study of studies. You know how yes. you can invest in a fund of fund where you put yes. money in and it's putting money in all these different funds? This was a research uh, group of international doctors who looked at 78 okay. different mask studies. This is the peer-reviewed Cochrane database of systematic reviews. And let me tell you, you tell a lady that you work for the Cochrane database of systematic review, you're getting a phone number at the bar, my friends. That's exciting stuff. It, it, is, a, it is a lady killer, that job. But they looked at this, and what they found, well, you, you can tell everybody the results, but they looked at 78 studies randomized control trial studies so rct studies which are the most rigorous hypotheses or most rigorous method of testing a hypothesis and they found that masks have virtually no impact and i want to give a shout out you can read some of this study um ian miller has he's at ian msc i found him on twitter had never met him before he puts up some of the greatest graphics on how much masks fail and and he has done tremendous work on this and i started i found him during covid buck and you know for instance he would compare orange county we got a lot of listeners out in the la area orange county had relatively lax mask standards compared to la county they're side-by-side counties uh, out there and there was virtually no statistical difference right in fact orange county actually had a lower incidence of covid than la county uh, where i live nashville uh, Davidson County had a very stringent mask requirement. Williamson County, which is the Franklin-Brentwood area, for those of you who know Nashville, had very lax masking standards. No difference at all at, in the uh, schools in terms of the amount of COVID. So the data has overwhelmingly reflected that this doesn't work. And so when I look and I see that video, that shot of the Colbert audience, all of those people right now, would, if they heard this radio show, 
be thinking, oh, look at all those stupid redneck Donald Trump voters not wearing masks, not getting the COVID shot, and yet they are the ones who are anti-science. They are the sheep who support whatever the new, new thing is that their government tells them they need to. And it was a, an interesting little metaphor to me, Buck, of the destruction of comedy because Colbert's joke basically was, COVID's not over, ha, 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 look at how my audience is still wearing masks. Well, Colbert's show's not funny, but it's also now really sad because if you're wearing a mask in 2023 to watch a comedy show, you are fundamentally broken in your brain. And it's like you're so committed to the falsehood that you bought into that you can't acknowledge what reality reflects. You know, Clay, there's, there's a book um, called Breath that I think is very interesting just about how we can't, uh, we, we've, we've sort of lost an understanding of how important breathing really is, meaning the, the, the depth of your breathing through your nose or through your mouth. It affects how you sleep at night. It affects your anxiety level. It affects your mentality. How you breathe and what you're breathing, but specifically how you breathe, is really, really important for overall wellness and health. Anybody who understands, you can do this yourself. You're really stressed. Take take 10 deep breaths. And I know it sounds very kind of new age, like I'm sitting here hitting a bunch of wind chimes or something. No, no, it's science. It actually is science. And they... Just, just on that alone, this pretense that masking up never had any, there was never any downs like, oh, it's not a big deal. It actually is a really big deal. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. It raises anxiety levels. It is effectively psychological torture in slow motion for anybody who realizes how stupid it is. And you know, they also just were talking about studies. A study just came out uh, earlier this week that mask law, you know, that mask wearing, um, this was in the journal Nature that uh it worsens dry eye which doesn't sound like that a bit that big a deal until you realize for some people dry eye is really painful yeah. and so wearing a mask all the time if you were a dry eye sufferer was making your eyes worse it didn't keep you safe from covid at all raise your anxiety level and gave you more eye pain than you would have otherwise had and they pretended the whole time like oh it's fun just wear it clay I mean, you know, it's funny, actually, I spoke to uh, Leilani Dowding, who got, you know, the Daily Mail went after her. This is on the Clay and Buck feed. We did a deep dive podcast. There was, a, you know, hit pieces on her because she was a mask and vax and lockdown skeptic. Just a British celebrity, but who was like, I think this stuff is dumb. She was totally, totally right. But even she said, this double masking thing that was going on for a while in America, they didn't really do that in the UK even. Like the double masking thing was a pretty uniquely American psychosis on the world stage. And it was because the only reason they went to that was because the single masking was so obviously a failure. So how they just years, created. How many years do you think it would take for people who have been committed to masking to acknowledge, hey, yeah, that really didn't matter? Or are they so committed to masking that many of these people are going to wear masks for the rest of their lives when they are out in... I, I mean, I, I genuinely think some of these people have become so committed to the idea. It's such a part of their so, personality. So their I, I, the, the thing that it reminds me of is, you know, when there's sometimes after there's a mass shooting 
or or some some incident with a gun that gets a lot of attention in the press. And you will see people and they'll make videos of themselves. They'll be like, well, I'm going to fight gun violence by by taking this AR-15 and sawing it in half or something, you know, as if that does anything but but their theory is if it saves just what's well, the first of all it's your gun so just don't shoot anybody that you know but second of all the if it saves one life delusion that people create for themselves like theoretically this could do some good so i'm going to do i think that's where what masking has turned into for people that they're willing to go through it's a virtue symbol and obviously a symbol of democrat allegiance but but if you're willing to go through the discomfort and the inconvenience of it on the theory that if you mask up for 20 years, maybe you'll prevent one COVID infection and one life will be saved. And that's the way they justify it to themselves, which is, which is just crazy. And when you think you could do that with anything, can you imagine what our reaction would be? I, I, when I saw the, the Colbert audience all wearing, you know, when he spun the camera to the audience and saw them and I saw them all wearing masks still, my jaw dropped. And I had this sort of, this can't be real thought process. And then I went and I looked and on the Colbert show, you know, they give out free tickets. I used to be a huge David Letterman fan. I live across, I lived across the street from the show. Yeah, I used to see right them there. every day, literally every day in line going into the studio. So I, I went to go see David Letterman, you know, 20 years ago, probably more whenever he was doing the show in the same studio. I loved watching David Letterman. I think we've had this argument before. You were not a Letterman guy. Um, but I, it was such a cool experience to get to go watch that show filmed and get to sit in a studio audience. And I would imagine that a lot of the people out there that are listening to us right now have been to New York City. Uh, and maybe as a part of New York City, you were like, oh, I want to go watch, you know, a show that's filmed uh, live. That would be a cool thing to do, right? I, I cannot imagine if I were in line and I would think I was being pranked. And not that I want to go to the Colbert show anyway, but. Do these people really not recognize how ridiculous it is that they're putting masks on? Same thing in the view audience. Are they so conditioned to expecting that that's normal? Or in the back of their minds, are they like, yeah, this is ridiculous that you, we're doing this? You know, uh, I, there also were there were social distancing kind of helper people who out because I lived right right across the street from the Colbert show and also there's Broadway theaters right there I mean that's that's been that was my neighborhood for years um you could see that there were social distancing clay outdoors for people before they would go inside where they would all sit in close quarters for two hours and, and yeah. they did this and, and it actually reminds me a little bit if you've ever seen uh the movies I mean the show succession which is very well done for Best what show it is. on television dark for sure, but very well done for what it is, uh, and very political in, in a certain way that annoys me, but it's a, whatever. I, I put that aside. I think it's, but do you remember Boar on the Floor? Oh, yeah. Boar on the Floor was the, the patriarch of the family in, in the show Succession with a, with, I think it's a bunch of his underlings. He basically just makes them all crawl around. He gets drunk and makes them all crawl around on the ground and, and snort like piggies, basically, right? Like that's, that's the game that he makes them play. And it's completely insane. And the showrunner, I remember in an interview, the showrunner was describing how that was inspired by what Stalin used to do to his underlings, because Stalin would get, Stalin's fascinating, I mean, a true psychopath, but also incredibly powerful and, and an amazing story, you know, terrifying story at the same time. Um, Stalin would get his underlings really drunk and try to get into their confidence 
and then get them to say something they weren't supposed to say and then send them to the firing squad. Like this was one of the games he like, it's like, it's cool. You can tell me. Yeah. But he said he was, he was inspired by that sort of sadism from Stalin that he would. That's, I mean, masking up and making people stand, you know, in distances outside. It was bore on the floor, folks. It was what can I get away with making all you idiots do to show you that I control you? Honestly, it was mass psychosis. How about the fact that you had to go to grocery stores and had to go up and down the aisle in only one direction? I mean, as if that were somehow going to make you safer. And 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 I just remember people were so mad at me and you, not obviously our audiences, which grew you know, enormously during this period because we were two of the first, and no one denies us, we were two of the earliest people in our respective spheres in media to be like, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is this is bonkers, but what are people doing here? People got so angry for others telling them what was so obvious. It was a real lesson in human nature and human psychology and mass psychology, and we haven't come to grips with it as a country at all. There haven't been any I mean, reckonings or any consequences, really. It it really has gone like we're just supposed to move past this, and, and I refuse to because you have to root out the mentality that took hold because it'll take hold again with something else. If we don't confront this, it's just a monster lurking in the shadows. That level of authoritarianism will make a comeback in America if we just think, oh, well, that'll never happen again. Really? Yes, it will. All right, on to something happy for you for a second here. Pure chalk can be your cell phone company, which is a joyous occasion for you because it's going to share, it's going to save you money. And it's a company that shares your same values. Veteran owned, proudly employing a U.S. based customer service team. This is who you should be getting your cell service from. Full stop. I use Pure Talk. Pure Talk is my cell phone company. Okay. And they refuse to spend money on fake news networks and throw money around to the left and the libs. They're all about servicing you, meeting your needs and getting you a great price. Pure Talk cell phone service is one of is on one of the largest networks in the country. So you're going to get that blazing fast data, talk, and text, but you're only going to pay $30 a month. I mean, that's probably half. It's actually less than half what I was paying with one of the big guys out there before. So you can keep your phone and keep your phone number, and switching just takes about 10 minutes. So about 10 minutes, you're going to save hundreds of dollars and get better customer service and be supporting a company that shares your values. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it. And if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you will get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. BearCreekArsenal.com slash Buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. How the White House can claim that they are being transparent when the FBI search of the Penn Center, Penn Biden Center, that happened months ago was not proactively disclosed to the public. And what should the public take away from the fact that related to what is currently happening, this is a legal process. Uh, anything that is specific to this uh, to this particular process, I would refer you to the Department of Justice and uh, also, again, my colleagues at the White House Counsel's Office. She's going to be prudent. She's going to be consistent. She's going to be truthful. She's going to be open uh, and and honest. With the media, that was Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, first of all, I think whenever you have to, whenever you have to tell people what you're being when you're tell when you're supposed to be sharing information with them, come sometimes be like, "Look, I'm, you know, I- I'm promise, I'm not hiding it." Oh, wow, that went fast. I didn't realize we got Miranda Divine up next. I got too fired up there, Clay. Yeah, Miranda Divine next. In the meantime, small business owners finally getting a break from the IRS. If your business has five or more employees, made it through COVID. You could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not a loan, no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. How do you get this refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. They have a team of highly trained tax specialists. Doesn't cost you anything. They'll do all the work, see if you qualify, and... 
See if you can be a part of the over $3 billion that they have already returned to businesses as well. They'll share a portion of the proceeds. Doesn't cost you anything. All you need to do is go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Joined now by Miranda Devine. Her book, Laptop from Hell, laid out. What we now know, even Hunter Biden himself is acknowledging it was, in fact, his actual laptop. You can hear a long-form discussion with her. She was fantastic uh, in the podcast feed. If you go subscribe to Clay and Buck. Miranda, appreciate the time. I want to play for you Joe Biden addressing this in the October 2020 presidential debate with Donald Trump. Let's listen. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend Rudy Gianni. Okay, Miranda Devine. All of a sudden, Hunter Biden's new legal strategy is, yeah, the laptop is real. I need to sue everybody who's been sharing it. What's your reaction to this and also to Joe Biden and what he said back in the debates? Well, look, first to Joe Biden, the fact is that Hunter Biden's really just a sideshow. He is not the important person. He's just a sort of sorry, washed-up former drug addict. Um, And the real object of the Republican investigations and the concern of the American people about whether national security has been compromised is Joe Biden. And you heard him there lying on stage at the debate just uh, three weeks before the 2020 election. He knew that was his son's laptop. Hunter had dropped that laptop off and left it behind in Delaware in April of 2019, just a couple of weeks before his father announced his candidacy. Uh, It was a major problem for the Biden campaign. Joe Biden knew that and he was lying. And of course, that letter by the 51 dishonest former intelligence officials, including five former CIA directors or acting directors, that was... Uh, specifically cooked up to get Joe Biden off the hook in that debate that was coming up in the last few days of the election campaign. It was cooked up five days after our story came out on October 14, and it used sort of tricky language, but it said that the laptop had all the earmarks of a Russian information operation, and Everybody heard that. They intended everybody to hear that as that the laptop was not to be trusted. It was Russian disinformation or, as Joe Biden said, a Russian plant, complete garbage. And that's how the rest of the media treated it. Uh, They didn't do the proper due diligence that was needed on Joe Biden to unravel his family's corrupt influence peddling scheme with countries overseas like China and Ukraine and Russia that were paying him, his family, millions and millions of dollars. Miranda, you know, this, this, uh, taking the, the lawyers on board here and the new strategy, it seems, from Hunter Biden of, I want investigations, criminal investigations into Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon and, and, and whomever. 
What do you think the play is here? I mean, Clay and I started off the show trying to get into what he could possibly think will be achieved by this or what what the maneuver is all about. I mean, I don't know if you have one in mind or several, but we're just trying to figure out what does he think this would accomplish? Look, I think it's two things. One is that it sort of takes the heat off Joe Biden because um, if you notice the same, um, you know, there are dark money uh, donors who have funded these multi-million dollar groups that are um, have been put in place. David Brock runs one called Facts First um, that are specifically there to uh, defend the Biden family against congressional investigations and to go after people who Hunter believes have done him wrong. And um, so these very expensive lawyers who are writing these letters have been co-opted into this uh, sort of offensive political campaign. And although, um, you know, it would be wise, as several lawyers have said, as several ethics experts have said, for the White House to remain aloof from this uh, crazy operation that Hunter and his sugar brother, the entertainment lawyer Kevin Morris, are running out of Malibu. Um, because, you know, we don't know who those donors are, um, and and if if Joe Biden is benefiting from that, then that's a real ethical problem. Not that he really cares about that, um, but it really just causes the White House a lot of headaches. And um, but you're seeing this concerted briefing to favoured reporters at the Washington Post and the New York Times, the usual suspects, and they just run the sort of bogus narrative that's being cooked up in Malibu. So we're sitting now, you mentioned uh, the FBI has had this laptop since I believe December of 2019. So yeah. 2021, 22, we're into three years and change that they've had this laptop. Now Hunter's got brand new, uh, brand new lawyers. By the way, have they reached out to you directly? Have you heard anything from any of the new Hunter lawyers about uh, about you being in danger or legal peril because of what you've done? Uh, look, I'm in touch with um, Kevin Morris uh, fairly openly, fairly frequently, but um, off the record. So um, I'm not sure that he would give me a heads up. So I have no idea. You know, I, I don't think their legal strategy is particularly well thought out. Um, it seems to me what they were doing yesterday was really just crafting a narrative um, for the Washington Post, and New York Times, etc., their allies in the media, um, to sort of muddy the waters. And, uh, you know, specifically, I think the, the classified documents overlap um, between Joe Biden's scandal and what's going on with the U.S. attorney in Delaware investigating Hunter Biden. Um, I think that really frightens a lot of people because it gets very close to the guts of what the laptop reveals. Um, and so I think that's why they're sort of, I don't know, muddying the waters, uh, trying to get their story out uh, and cemented in the public mind. And also their main, uh, I think, aim is to try and cloud the, the chain of custody of the laptop and um, pour scorn on John Paul MacIsaac and try and pretend that he's you know, some sort of shadowy political figure. Yeah, we talked about this to start the show, Miranda, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about here. For a long time, Hunter tried to kind of hide in the shadows and claim that he didn't know whether this laptop was real or not. And certainly you heard Joe Biden in the in the debate say that as well, based on the 51 uh, security uh, officials and everything else who said all that in their letter. 
Now it seems to me that they're shifting from, oh, the laptop isn't real, to essentially acknowledging the laptop is real and saying that it shouldn't have been shared because that violated the law. That feels, I think you're right, somewhat muddying the waters, but also it's a weaker defense. So do you think that Hunter is feeling more in peril? Is the heat getting increased there? What in the world's going on? Well, they just have got a very muddled um, timeline, a very muddled narrative. You know, I've talked to Kevin Morris about this. I wrote a story about it last year. Um, He has this sort of mind map that's just enormous and full of all these squiggly lines and makes absolutely no sense. It's a vast conspiracy theory concocted to try and... um, you know, say that the laptop wasn't Hunter's or John Paul MacIsaac didn't really have it and it wasn't Hunter who dropped it off. It wasn't Hunter who signed his signature or gave his phone number, um, et cetera. So uh, it, it doesn't doesn't stand up to reality, but I think they figured no matter how complicated it is, people who are on their side and are, um, you know, not have been propagandized by their favored media organs and don't really understand the full extent of this influence peddling operation and how it's not about Hunter Biden, it's about his father, Joe Biden, the president, and whether he's compromised because of the millions of dollars his family raked in from America's adversaries. Um, and, and they also don't um, understand at all the FBI cover-up. So um, I, I think that's all it is. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Um, today, his lawyers apparently have issued a, a clarif does. So, um, you know, it's like Hunter Biden when he goes on these interviews and he says, oh, it could be my laptop, might be, is, it isn't, uh, it could have been stolen. He's all over the place. And like his father, he he says one thing one minute and says the opposite thing the next minute. And people are just supposed to accept that he tells the truth. You know, Miranda, can I ask you, at this point, is it your sense that the the Democrat machine, so everybody in power around Joe Biden, do they view Hunter as a significant liability that could bring down Joe? Or do you think they believe it's basically handled and now baked in? No, I think that they're concerned that he's a loose cannon. And, and with, you know, because he's now got all this money behind him and he has Kevin Morris, who's a pretty savvy guy. He made a lot of money um, out of the South Park guys. And uh, while he himself is a kind of all over the place, chaotic um, individual in his personal um, demeanor, um, I think he's he's pretty sharp. And so he's uh, determined that Hunter Biden is going to go on the front foot. And I think he has Hunter's uh, best wishes in mind, not Joe Biden's or the White House. And, you know, Hunter Biden's always been ambivalent about his father. He adores him, hero worships him in the one sense, but on the other sense feels deep anger and resentment towards him. Uh, I mean, you saw that from the laptop when he complained bitterly about having given half his salary to his father and uh, basically supported the rest of the extended family and having received absolutely no credit or no respect for it. They just treat him like some, uh, you know, dissolute drug addict. (laughs) I wonder why they would do that. Mm. No doubt. Miranda, fantastic stuff as always. We appreciate the time. Uh, I encourage people to check out Longform with Miranda as well. Go follow her on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks very much, Clan Buck.
That is Miranda Devine. And look, you know what the best purchase you might make in a long time is? How about Giza Dream Sheets? I talked about the fact that I was on the road last week. I'm going to be on the road next week. It's fun to be in your own bed, particularly if you have fantastic sheets to sleep in like the Giza Dream Sheets. They're made soft, durable cotton found in a region of Egypt by the same name and my pillow bought enough of that soft cotton to introduce an expanded line of the product. The Giza Dream Sheets in every size, style, and color you could possibly be interested in. Sheets start as low as twenty nine ninety eight, under $30. If you use our names as the promo code, uh, one reason they've got such a great price, no middleman, no brick and mortar, straight online, direct to you. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. You can go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. Remember to use our code, Clay and Buck. You can also use this phone number, 800-792-3269. That's MyPillow.com, code Clay and Buck. From the front lines of freedom and truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees. That's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. BearCreekArsenal.com slash Buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. 
when a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We power through the Thursday edition of the program. A um, couple of different little details out there. Uh, they have taken Elon Omar off of her committee assignment. That vote came down in the last 45 minutes or so. Um, and I wanted to play this with you. State of the Union is on Tuesday. Uh, and Joe Biden attended the National Prayer Breakfast with Kevin McCarthy. The two met for 90 minutes yesterday to discuss the debt ceiling and what sort of deal might be worked out. Buck, again, there's going to be a great amount of words written, a lot of histrionics surrounding the debt ceiling, and then eventually there's going to be a resolution. I got to feel pretty confident the United States is not going to default on its uh, on its loans, but there's going to be the usual suspects out there telling you that America is on the verge of collapse and everything else. Um, but and they'll eventually get a, a, a something worked out. And I think Biden's actually not in that great of a spot because Democrats in his party in the Senate are already saying, yeah, there needs to be a deal worked out. Uh, but here is Biden talking again, not a joke about how he's gotten along with a lot of people in the past that he didn't agree with politically. You know, one of the interesting things when I first got to the Senate, it was in the days when there were some very strong segregationists still in the Senate. From James O'Easton of Mississippi and, you know, Strom Thurmond, I go down the list. I used to watch Teddy Kennedy and James O'Easton argue like hell on the floor. Then they go to the Senate dining room and sit down, they'd eat together. They'd eat together. I don't know how we do that anymore, but we have to. We have to start treating each other in ways different than we have, in my humble opinion. Let's start treating each other with respect. That's what Kevin and I are going to do. Not a joke. Look, some politicians like each other and others don't, by the way. You go back to the founders, Clay. We've talked about this. Some of the founders literally shot each other i mean you know the, the bad things happened and the, this notion that american politics was always everyone just getting along having dinners and stuff you know i'm not saying that people should act like lunatics and and they should you know resort to fisticuffs but i just think this is a this is a it's a platitude it's uh okay now now i want to push for some aspect of my agenda so i'm going to pretend that i want unity so that when you don't do it or you don't come along with what I want. You don't want unity. Oh, it's just it's just a ploy. It's not well, serious. Not only that, if Joe Biden has told me that I am a threat to America because I don't get the COVID shot and that I shouldn't be able to work and that I'm going to have to deal with a winner of death and that I am effectively a vector of unacceptable risk. And he's also told me that I am supporting Jim Eagle 
which is far worse than Jim Crow 2.0, and he's compared me to Jefferson Davis. I'm sorry, why do I want to make friends with this guy anyway? Like, if you hate me, like, we've got a story going up soon on um, on OutKick, an ESPN guy said that uh, that I was stupid and that I had had um, a, uh, that I'd had a, a lobotomy, right? Okay, like, he put that out there. And then he tried to come back and apologize. I'm like, you actually believe it. Don't apologize for who you really are. You can agree or disagree with something, but as soon as you start to get heat for something that you said and you try to backpedal from it, then you're just being dishonest and people can see you see through you. And after the last two years of Joe Biden being among the most divisive presidents we have ever had in our history, I'm sorry, I, I'm not inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, well, let's be great friends. Let's let's go eat dinner together and everything else. You tried to get me fired because I didn't want to get a COVID shot. I'm sorry, yeah, well, I'm, you're done to me. Let's remember something. Is there anything that you can point to that Joe Biden has done? Something that he has either signed an executive order on, legislation he has signed, or even promised to sign that in any way could be considered a hand extended to the other side to get things done? Really? Great I point. Mean, I can't. I, what, are you going to talk to me about? Are you going to say infrastructure spending? I mean, yeah, Congress always likes to spend some money on roads and bridges, and how much of it really goes to the roads and bridges, who knows? But that's not a de- you know, that's not Democrats making a concession. You know, the government always wants to spend more money yes. for government labor. But what about something that we could all agree, hey, that'll move the football down the field? Nothing. There's been nothing. You're exactly right. And so now the idea that you're going to have this, uh, oh, let's be bipartisan. Well, you lost the House, and you still have very little control in the Senate, and you have to do this. It's all fake. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the Foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home, and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.